Hey guys, and welcome to the Ketogenic Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, Temple Stewart, Registered Dietitian and Women's Weight Loss Specialist. My goal for this podcast is to really just give you guys bite-sized nutrition information that you can take home and implement and actually see results. This is going to be practical information condensed into small bits of resources that you guys can use. So let's talk about today's topic. I'm super excited about this one. I get tons of questions about this day to day on my Instagram. So today we are going to talk about berberine. Berberine, yes, you're hearing it. It's being dubbed nature's Ozempic, super trendy. Everyone seems to be taking it, but I wanna talk a little bit about it and how to take it, how to take it safely, what's it for, etc. So without further ado, let's jump into the topic of berberine. Berberine, nature's Ozempic, super trendy, popping off all over social media. I love it because I've actually been recommending the use of this supplement to my clients for a long time now. So I'm really happy that it's gaining popularity, but I need to say this before we really, really dive in. Number one, anything I say on my podcast should not be taken as medical advice. I do not know your personal backgrounds, history, medications that you're on. I don't know anything about listeners that are watching. So you really need to be wise. And if you decide to change your diet or take supplements, you really need to take this up with your doctor and or a pharmacist. This is specifically true when you start to add supplements. And um, if you have a chronic condition or a medication that you're already taking. So I'm just throwing that disclaimer out there before we even get started on this super fun topic of berberine and all of its health benefits and things that it can do to help weight loss and lower insulin sensitivity. We're going to dive all into that. So that's my first disclaimer. And even before that, before we jump in, I just want to say this, there is a company that I love that they kind of pseudo sponsor this podcast. And I just want to tell you about them really quick. They're called Equip Foods. I use them for a lot of my clients that may not be able to tolerate certain types of other protein powders. Um, they are AIP friendly. Their protein powders are super clean. They're only sweetened with stevia. They have a great ratio. They also have very good collagen powders. It's very hard to find a good collagen powder on the market today. Equip Foods has a great collagen powder. They have some uh, organ meat supplements that are helpful. They have all kinds of stuff on their website. So I would encourage you guys, if y'all are interested in looking for a brand new collagen powder that you can mix with coffee to get a little protein in and or you're looking for an organ meat supplement, you may want to check out Equip foods, you can get a discount with Equip using my first name, Temple, T-E-M-P-L-E, and then 20, two, zero. Temple 20 for your discount code. I'll throw that in the show notes. And then that way you guys can get a discount on your next Equip foods purchase. So anyway, let's jump in to talking about Berberine. Berberine, again, one of my favorite supplements that I use with my clients. It is now being thrown all over TikTok, all over social media, which I love. Berberine is a very popular supplement and for good reason. Let's kind of take it back a little bit. Berberine is a natural supplement. So I want to throw that out there right now. It's not a pharmaceutical, although it does have some ph pharmaceutical grade effectiveness. It is a plant compound. It is a bioactive compound that can be uh, extracted from several plants. Um, and it basically belongs to a class of compounds called alkaloids. It is one of the most well-studied supplements on the planet. So sometimes you get some grief when you post this stuff on social media. People are like, oh, it doesn't have any backing scientifically. 
I will happily post some of these reviews in the show notes. Berberine is one of the most well-studied supplements on the planet. It is very effective. There are some even studies out there that show it to be as effective as some of the diabetes class medications on the market. So berberine is very well-studied. It is overall generally very, very safe. And so that is essentially it. It is a plant compound, it is an alkaloid. It, it comes from nature, which I love. This is especially true if you may be one of the people that is appropriate for um, quote unquote Ozempic or Wagovi, but really doesn't like the idea of taking pharmaceuticals and absolutely no judgment if you're on these meds. I'm for them in a way. Um, I think they can be beneficial given the right circumstance, but I do understand a lot of people's hesitations. I would have hesitations as well. So I do understand people looking for a natural supplement. So this could potentially be it for you. So let's talk about some of the mechanisms in which berberine actually works. So the main mechanism, and, and again, I want to emphasize berberine really does work in several different ways, but the main mechanism through which berberine works is through the stimulation of AMPK. AMPK is an enzyme in the body. It's basically the master regula regulator of cellular energy homeostasis. So it does a ton of different things, biological processes, regulation of gene expression, lipid protein metabolism. It is a powerful, powerful enzyme. And so that is one of the processes in which it works. But we know that through the regulation, essentially uptake of the AMPK enzyme, we know that berberine can decrease insulin resistance. We know that when you decrease insulin resistance, you essentially make your cells more sensitive to the hormone insulin. So that's the first and arguably one of the, the more effective way more effective ways that it works. It also increases glycolysis. So it basically helps your body break down sugars inside of the cells. It decreases the sugar production in your liver. It slows the breakdown of carbohydrates in the gut. It increases the number of beneficial bacteria in your gut as well. And so it is, it has a lot of, lot of mechanisms in which it works. Um, and I'll talk about kind of some of the ways that these mechanisms play a role in the body, but just understand that that's kind of some of the ways that you're going to see the pros or the benefits is through these mechanisms. Um, and so what is the standard dose of berberine? The standard dose of berberine can vary a bit. It really depends on your individual situation. So again, going back to working with a professional, this may be an instance in when this is helpful. So if you're more of an insulin resistant individual, let's say you're working with PCOS, or you know, you have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, you have pre-diabetes, you're struggling with an insulin resistant condition, just know that you may need to be on the higher doses of berberine. If you're not insulin resistant and, or maybe you're just working with five to 10 pounds of weight that you want to lose, maybe you can go on the lower side of berberine. So I like to dose berberine anywhere from a thousand to really 2000 milligrams a day. Okay. And these can be split between meals. Some people like to take them first thing in the morning. I really tend to break this up, um, with each meal and, or sometimes snacks kind of depending on the individual, depending on their routines and how many meals they eat. But anyway, look at it as a spectrum. If you're more insulin resistant, you have more weight to lose, et cetera. Maybe you're, you fall on the higher dosage and maybe you are, you know, working with five to 10 pounds and you really just want to kind of tone up and you might just need a little bit less. So it really is a spectrum. Also, if you find that you take berberine or you try to take it in, you maybe got a little bit of a GI upset or stomach ache, whatever, um, with that original dose, you may just try lowering the dose and going from there to see if you find any um, tolerability after that. So 
to say all that, the dosage really does range. It, um, again, my clients are on anywhere from a thousand to 2000 milligrams a day. Now, how long should you take berberine? Again, this is kind of conflicting in the research and a lot of people will uh, argue about this. I think to play on the safe side, you really should plan on taking it short term. I do really don't like people to be on any supplement long term. Not only is it expensive, but we really should be relying on food and lifestyle and nutrition changes. Um, but so I would say really give yourself six months to a year and um, at the longest and then maybe consider taking a break. I'm not saying you can't go back on it. Absolutely. But I do like to kind of do that cyclical style and give your body a little bit of a break. And so what do I mean by a break? Maybe it's a month, maybe it's two months, but just making sure all things are checking out six months to a year seems to be a good safety profile. And that's, that's research backed as well. So Again, back to actually taking the supplement. Again, most people do best if they're taking 500 milligrams per meal in general. Um, you do want to take berberine with a meal to get that blood glucose lowering effect that um, because it does work so well at keeping blood glucose low, it is helpful if you take it with a meal versus taking it you know, randomly in the middle of the day when there's not really anything for it to act on. So I do recommend trying to take it with a meal and or maybe taking even a thousand milligrams with a larger meal if you're kind of a two meal a day type of person. So again, this is kind of individualized based on your style and your preferences and your routine. But those are some of the strategies that my clients have found to be successful. And Again, I like berberine and I have berberine in my cabinet and I like to keep it for strategic use. So like I'll keep it if I know I'm going to have a higher carbohydrate meal and take a little bit of berberine at that time. Or if I know I'm going to have birthday cake for my birthday, I'll do it then. So you can use it um, strategically like that as well. I'm at my goal weight. I have a great insulin um, fasting insulin, it's like two or three, my A1C is 4.9. So I'm not worried about the insulin sensitivity effects, but I would like to be able to have a piece of cake and not worry about the blood glucose effects. So it can work like that a little bit as well. Um, but overall it does take some time to really see the full effects of taking it too. So just keep in mind that you can use it that way when you are dosing it. So that's kind of a good segue into some of the benefits. I've already kind of mentioned them already. And if you, most people already have a general sense of what berberine does do, but really the main benefit and what it's most well studied for is it significantly lowers blood glucose levels. According to a review of 14 studies, again, berberine may act as well as a lot of these diabetes medications, specifically a certain oral class of drugs, including metformin, glipizide, and some of uh, these other ones. And so again, that was a review, which is pretty strong. And so again, I would always combine berberine with diet and lifestyle when you're talking about the best chance of getting really, really insulin sensitive and lowering blood glucose levels. But that is what berberine is really, really good at. The second thing I would say is through, it works really well for weight loss. Now, there is, again, as with most things, some conflicting evidence on this, but there's a lot of research studying the effectiveness of berberine, and they have found, obviously, overwhelming support for its ability to lower blood glucose, but also lower inflammation. And a recent meta-analysis in 2020 found a significant reduction in BMI as well as weight waist circumference in 12 studies. So this was an analysis. Um, they think the researchers in this study said it was basically due to several reasons. One, obviously insulin sensitivity. 
Making yourself more insulin sensitive, guys, is the whole premise of my entire approach with weight loss. When you control your hormones, you control your weight. And I will preach that until I am out of this job. Um, and insulin is the main driver of fat storage. When you are insulin resistant, you are a fat storing machine. Okay. When you are insulin sensitive, you are a fat burning machine. So it makes sense that berberine, an insulin sensitizing agent, would help you lose weight. So in berberine, in, in really does improve insulin sensitivity. So increased insulin sensitivity really does help that weight loss. So berberine has been shown to do this. It also helps really reduce appetite. So anybody that's ever taken berberine knows that berberine is really good for kind of killing cravings and helping you kind of control your appetite. And this is why I really think it got dubbed nature's Ozempic because it does help control your appetite. Now, I really want to say this, and I know I'm probably going to get some nasty comments, but it's fine. Um, it is not nature's ozempic in the sense that it is absolutely wiping out your entire appetite. It is not going to work on the same degree as these pharmaceuticals period. And I don't, I think that that's a good thing. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing at all. Berberine is not going to have that absolute nausea, nausea creating effect, which again, may be a good thing. There are people that aren't even tolerating some of those medications. So Berberine will help you control your appetite, but it is not a ab absolute appetite destroyer, but it does really help you kind of dial in your hunger cues and reduce some of those cravings, which I think is very helpful. So it is, it, it also can help those feelings of satiety, which I think is very good. The third way it was proposed that these, that berberine works is it improves uh, intestinal bacteria. It improves the makeup of the microbiome essentially. And having a healthy gut is really important for a healthy weight. And so by reducing inflammation, by managing metabolism, berberine did a really good job, um, killing off essentially bad gut microbiota, bad gut bacteria, which is really, really important for stimulating the growth of good bacteria in the microbiome. So I think it's really important that we don't take that for granted either. That I think is also why some people feel a little bit of bloating when they take this initially. Um, that is one of the side effects of berberine is a little bit of gas and bloating in the beginning because you are having some of that bacteria die off. Um, again, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing and that typically does go away pretty quick. So the fourth way that it was proposed that berberine works from this meta-analysis study in 2020 was that it does lower the fat formation. So it, it, it has been proven to show a reduction in the fat forming cells um, because it does essentially accelerate glucose and fat oxidation processes, berberine does, which is awesome. And so those are kind of the four ways that we think that it is basically improving weight loss and also improving insulin sensitivity. And so number one, again, is insulin sensitivity. Number two is reducing that appetite. Number three is improving that gut microbiota. Microbiota. Number four is, is essentially lowering that fat formation. So again, it, you know, I would, I would argue that the insulin sensitivity and the weight loss kind of go hand in hand because they do kind of work together. But Again, it's a potent supplement. Another thing that berberine helps improve is your lipid panel. So um, a lot of people are worried about their lipid panel, their LDL cholesterol, their total cholesterol, all of that. Um, berberine does have good studies that show it improves their lipid panel, decreases total cholesterol, improves, uh, increases HDL, lowers LDL, and overall decreases triglycerides. It totally makes sense that it would decrease your triglycerides given the fact that it is 
an insulin sensitizing agent. Other things that a lot of people don't realize berberine is really effective at improving is depression and cancer. So a lot of people didn't realize, but in test tube studies and animal studies suggested that berberine can reduce the growth and spread of various types of cancer, which I think is huge. It obviously, um, I talked about this already, but it did show a reduction in oxidative stress and inflammation, which is awesome. It has a powerful antioxidant properties and it has potent um, anti-inflammatory effects. So that is huge. Um, again, th those are both in test tube and animal studies, um, but we do still see that um, in humans when uh, where we're, we're lowering weight, we're lowering that insulin resistance. It did show um, pretty good effects at fighting infections. It does have that antimicrobial properties, which I think is awesome. We know that it's killing off that bad gut bacteria in the gut. So we know that it works there. Obviously, it will also help some conditions like fat, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and PCOS. Those have strong links with insulin resistance. So it kind of makes sense. And so uh, the last thing I just wanted to do kind of throw in there is honorable mention heart failure. Um, there was an older study that showed it improved the symptoms and reduced the risk of death in people with active heart failure, which I think was really interesting. So you can see berberine does have a wide, wide variety of sources and um, benefits and uh, really just helps in a lot of different areas. So when you're thinking of those types of things, you can see it really does kind of address the root cause. Again, it comes back down to metabolic health, insulin resistance, as most things do. Some of the common questions that I get about berberine is, um, can I take it with other supplements? And the answer to that question is yes, but it does depend. A common combination that I see people do is berberine and inositol with PCOS. That's a very common and safe combination um, to take together that works. Uh, overall, most herbal supplements, it is safe to take. Again, you need to work this out with a professional. Um, the thing you do need to be cautious with, um, just letting you know, this is not medical advice. You, again, if you're taking medications, you need to work this through with a pharmacist, but you can get yourself into trouble if you're taking blood thinners and berberine at the same time. Um, so be very, be very careful there because berberine will slow the process of blood clotting. So if you're already on a blood thinner, you don't necessarily want that going on even more. Um, you also want to be cautious if you're taking like chemotherapy drugs or, um, sulfonylureas if you're a diabetic. So just be careful there again, always consult a doctor if you're taking, um, medications just because you don't want to get yourself in trouble. Other questions I get about berberine is about pregnancy and lactation. Berberine is not safe for women that are pregnant. Um, or women that are lactating. So just keep that in mind as well. Yes, berberine is great for women with PCOS, but just be cautious if you're trying to conceive that you will need to be off berberine when that happens. And so some other questions, again, I already answered some of them. How long should you take it? I really give it six months to a year. Once you get closer to your, your goal weight, you can consider coming off of it or at that point start using it strategically. So again, I hope I have answered um, some of the biggest questions about berberine. Again, I'm a huge fan of this supplement. Uh, some of the brands that I really like, and I'm in no way affiliated with these brands at all. Um, I don't get any kickback for mentioning them, but I do use them myself. I really like the Thorn brand of berberine. Um, I think that they have a good formulation. I also like WellBedX. If you're looking to look, buy one locally, you, I found that one at Sprouts before. So that's one you can kind of purchase uh, locally. Um, again, Thorn has a good one, WellBedX. I like the one from Designs for Health as well. That's another really good brand. 
you can try to. If you find um, that you take berberine and it's upsetting your stomach, I would encourage you to back off the dose, go to a lower dose, and then potentially try taking it at different times. So maybe you're taking it before your meal, try to take it with food. And then if you're taking it with food and it's still upsetting your stomach, try to take it maybe after a full stomach. So just play around with it a little bit. Again, none of this is medical advice. I don't know any of y'all's history or anything. So work with a professional. If you need help losing weight, I will put my link in the show notes to schedule a discovery call with me. So do not hesitate to do that. It is always an honor. If you guys could just take some time to go subscribe to my channel and review my podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really, really helps me get the word out. So thank you for doing your part in spreading this message. I so, so appreciate you being here and listening to this. And please don't hesitate to give me any feedback via social media or whatever it is. Again, I hope this was helpful. I'm here for you guys. So don't hesitate to DM me with any of your questions. So take care. If you're trying Berberine, I wish you the best of luck. Please send me your testimonials and you guys have a great week.